On today's Into Your Head podcast number 737, uh, how to survive being treated like a dog in an oppressorship-filled uh, country and something about those sticks that doctors put under your tongue as well. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. On a time there was an elephant an elephant an elephant an elephant or an ele well you can say elephant and pretend uh, act as if you're completely unaware of the of the vowel sound that's in the middle there that sounds like an a is it an a in real life i think it is yes it is an a it's not an e now that i'm get um, uh, and just saying the word elephant and i find myself having to think about how it looks written down absolutely fucking ridiculous no it's an elephant an elephant, uh, fant as in fantasy, an elephant uh, comes from, uh, probably, well, may or may not come from an original word that was a merger of the words elephant and fantasy. So they said, there's an elephant fantasy. Elephants aren't real, but we can fantasize one up. Uh, this is before people realized elephants were real. They said, oh, let's pretend there are elephants and that they're real. So it says, an elephant, an elephant fantasy. And they said, let's just merge the two world words into elephantasy and elephant for short so that's how there became elephants and then they realized there were elephants in the real world just like people just like when you get to around 12 years of age you come to realize there really are things called uh what you call it uh, what are the uh, dragons there really are things called dragons in the world they're just not quite what you picture them to be well at some point someone realized there really are things called elephants except they didn't uh, for some reason, uh, kids know about them long before they reach adolescence. They know that elephants are real. They don't have a period for they go around. Oh, imagine if elephants were real. Wouldn't that be cool? No, for some reason, they're straight away aware of elephants, possibly because they see them in zoos. Uh, you bring them, although I was brought as a child, I was brought to a place called the Moving Crib every year. Uh, it was basically one of these. Uh, they have a moving crib of the Jesus and the stuff, but they also have stuffed animals that are moving. Uh, do you have a stuffed dead dog uh, that's, oh, it's an old dog that someone got stuffed because it saved someone from drowning once. And they said, bring your kids in to see this at Christmas as the moving crib is the centerpiece of the exhibition. Plus, you also have a stuffed dead real dog and show that to your kids and then to show them what real life is like. Oh, they had all sorts of stuffed animals and things and moving things and things that are electrified that shouldn't be electrified. Uh, what they're trying to make them look like real life anyway oh yes anyway we realized as kids that there were elephants and now i can't remember if there were elephants in that exhibition but we were certainly brought to zoos that had elephants in them and nobody said oh that's not a real elephant it's just an exhibition elephant no no we were told that's a real elephant it's from either it's either an african elephant or uh whatever that indian elephants he had african elephants and indian elephants uh, as the first our first awareness as children 
of race, was that uh, elephant, the elephant world, which apparently is made up of India and Africa. Two, uh, two different lands uh, that have different elephants. He said, oh, you can tell just by looking at the elephant where it's from. It's from either India or uh, Africa. You can tell from its colour. But of course, they say that about real people nowadays. They say, you're a racist. But oh, it's perfectly fine with the elephants. And then you had a white elephant with what she wasn't real at all, but who was used to her. Oh, this is where the racism really came into. I can tell you, the yeah, white elephant was a something was used as a term for something that was considered a big useless pile of crap that was just taking up space. They called that a white elephant. Any time if someone, oh, if the government built some big set of offices that were never used for anything to be called on the news I'd say uh, that building is a white elephant uh, so no uh, the whites of the elephant world it's okay to, it was okay to be racist against whites in those days although I suppose in a way they weren't being racist at all they were just talking about elephants and it's unreasonable of me to make this analogy uh, but it makes you think doesn't it you have to admit it's made you think for the last 4 minutes and 18 seconds and if you're going to tell me that there's something wrong with making you think about something, uh, then you might as well go and live in cloud cuckoo land uh, up in cloud, uh, that's another thing they used to say, they'd say, oh that fella's, uh, that fella lives up in cloud cuckoo land, he's away with the fairies, they'd say that as well they'd say, away with the fairies and then they'd say, oh he's up in cloud cuckoo, he lives at the other end of the Atlantic uh, in cloud cuckoo land, which is up in the sky, so it doesn't really matter what sea is there, although it probably does, because the uh, whether there's a big ocean under it or a landmass would affect how the clouds work because weather, uh, weather is affected by currents and things like that. I uh, would know they'd say away. He's away in cloud cuckoo land, which I always assumed was up in the clouds somewhere. Uh, but no, maybe they meant it was just a land that looked like clouds and had cuckoos. It's probably uh, somewhere like Hawaii or something like that, some remote. It's probably a very nice place. It's probably a lovely island somewhere with beaches and. Uh, peace, uh, but no, that was cons- if you went there, you're considered mad and ignorant and unaware of the real world. Uh, just because you went, just because you lived on a nice tropical island somewhere, it's like cloud cuckoo land. Cuckoos are cool. I like cuckoos. Not that I've ever seen one. Isn't the cuckoo the thing that comes out of a clock and goes cuckoo, cuckoo? Is that based on a real world, world, a real bird? Is there a bird called a cuckoo? I can't remember. In fact, I don't think I ever even knew, uh, which would explain why I can't remember. Anyway, cuckoos, lands, politics, it's all the same. Stuffed dogs. Uh, welcome back to the Into Your Head podcast 2014 season. Isn't it absolutely fucking fantastic? Hello. I've always been a great believer in the dictum, uh, reap what you, oh I've done that one before haven't I, I've done the reap what you sow thing before haven't I, well it still stands, I still believe in it I still, uh, my beliefs don't change over a couple of months just because I'm, uh, just because I'm restating them, no no, you can restate your belief, but if you say you believe something and then you never say it again then uh, people are, it's reasonable for people to assume that he only believed that for one nanosecond in your life uh, which is unreasonable. No, no, for 
something to be an elite, I believe you need to hold it for at least a period, a period, uh, a period of, uh, not a punctuation period now, although, a uh, period, your life can be punctuated by periods of different states, you can have a, a period of belief in something, and then you can have other periods of non-belief in us, does that mean anything, probably doesn't, it's very early, it's a bit, it's far too, I was far more early in the morning than I usually do this, and to be perfectly honest, I don't think I'm quite awake yet, I don't think this experiment of early morning recording is working out very well, uh, but you have to do these things, you have to experiment, unless you're a kid listening to this who's thinking, oh I think I'm going to experiment with illegal drugs, in which case disregard what I just said, you don't have to experiment, in fact you have to not experiment, or at least, or or else experiment, but don't say you got the idea from me. Uh, first, for one thing, uh, your parents shouldn't be letting you listen to this. It's clearly tagged adult humor. It's tagged, it's flagged adult humor, and it's flagged, oh, it's flagged ex- explicit in iTunes. So if you're listening to this, you're disrespecting your parents. Uh, either that, or your parents are failing to, are failing to, uh, oh, they're failing to parent you properly. In which case, they should be put down, uh, put down. I don't mean put down like a dog, although they deserve that. They deserve to be treated like worse. As your man in North Korea said about his uncle, your man in North Korea, he put down his uncle and said he was worse than a dog, because apparently he doesn't like dogs very much. Or maybe he does like dogs, and you were secretly paying him a compliment, saying he's only slightly worse than a dog. A dog is, in fact, very nice. Uh, maybe he was saying that uh, maybe uh, his private side is a lot less evil than we give him credit for. Although you can give someone credit for being evil too. That's not to say you condone them being evil, but you can give them credit for uh, being successful at being evil. Hitler, for example. Uh, Hitler set out to be evil, and he was very good at it. He was very successful. You could, so you could say Hitler did a very good job of following up on his evil ideas by uh, putting, uh, putting, them to the, uh, putting them into the real world. Uh, now, that was a bad. don't get me wrong, I'm not praising Hitler. Uh, you're saying, oh, are you comparing Hitler to Mother Teresa? I am, but not favorably. So, uh, get her, uh, get her fucking grip. I'm not praise. This isn't the Hitler praise show. I'm not. Don't worry. I'm not setting up a freaking, uh, what you call it, swastika logo on this. Uh, for one thing, I don't know how to draw. I know how to draw, but I can't draw. I know how to write too, but I can write. I know how to type, and I can type. And I know how to draw, but I can't draw. It's uh, ironic of all this. You can learn all this stuff in school, uh, but it doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it. I know how to I know how to put together a, I know how to put together a space shuttle uh, in a record time. I know how to do I know how to do the Rubik's Cube in one hand while putting together a space shuttle in the other and having it all done within 30 seconds, but it doesn't mean I'm able to do that. Oh no. Just have the knowledge. I have the knowledge. I should probably pass it on to someone. I should probably give lessons in how to do that. Now, chances are at least 2% of my students will be able to do it in practice if I teach it properly. It's not about knowing stuff, it's about being able to, oh, being able to process the knowledge and then pass it on to someone who's able to put it to good use. Uh, anyway, we've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming 
coming out of uh, topics coming out of the empty half of this half full coffee cup. Uh, the full half, ironically, the full half has done nothing for me yet because I haven't consumed it. Haven't consumed it. Uh, there's no point. Consumption is the uh, consumption is the key to everything. There's no point having if you all, if you still have stuff and you haven't consumed it, then it's of no benefit to you. I could have a big I could have a big bucket of nuts here, but if I haven't eaten any of them, then they're doing nothing for me at all. Unless I'm going to sell them and make money from them. Maybe that's the idea. Uh, but in this case, it's not. Uh, for one thing, it's only 20 to 8 in the morning. Uh, where the freaking hell are you going to sell a bucket of nuts in a remote small town at the arse end of County Kildare at 20 to 8 in the morning, for Christ's sake? Uh, maybe down at the local convenience store, I suppose. But who's going there buying nuts at this hour? Nobody. That's what, Nobody's buying nuts. Uh, they're buying coffee and petrol, and that's about it. There's one or two people... Uh, one or two people who are ahead of the game that are probably buying stuff for their lunch. Well, that's not going to be much of a lunch. Or maybe it is, is going to be much of a lunch because they, uh, they have a fine deli counter in there. Although I don't know if they're making sandwiches yet at this hour. Or maybe they are. Although they're making... Oh no, they make breakfast rolls in there, don't they? All the builders go in there. They stop their vans and they pull up and they say, Hello, can I have a breakfast roll uh, with sausage and rasher and black pudding and egg and tomato ketchup? Or red sauce, or some of them. Some people call ketchup red sauce over here. There's such a thing as being overly descriptive, you know. If I were to, if I were to refer to mustard as snot-coloured sauce, you wouldn't accept that. Well, no, no. You call, you call ketchup red sauce. You might as well just call it blood. Then, not that there's anything wrong with blood. Uh, people cower in fear if you mention that something looks like blood. Uh, blood is a life, a life-giving frigging uh, thing. That's why it is. It's almost as good as. Oh, it's almost as good as this coffee, although I'm sure my blood doesn't come from a quality Italian bean that's ground in the machine down beside my back door there. Uh, incidentally, uh, if you're a burglar and you're thinking, oh, you're thinking, oh, I know where his coffee machine is now. It's just inside the front back door. Uh, well, it won't be by the time you heard this because I'm moving it, so uh, don't get too cocky. Anyway, hello and welcome to the first Into Your Head podcast of 2014. It's an absolutely fucking fantastic hello. Two nuts walk into a convenience store stroke petrol forecourt shop. One of the cats goes straight up to... Oh no, they weren't cats, they were nuts. One of the nuts goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, could I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, No, sir, you're hallucinating again. This isn't a bar. You've had too much coffee. Now, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, surely if he's hallucinating about a bar... Uh, he's had too much beer, not too much coffee. Well, no, he hasn't, because it's not a real bar. So he's hallucinating about a bar. You can't get drunk at a bar that doesn't exist. Hallucination or no hallucination. You try going up to a bar that doesn't exist. All that's going to happen is people are going to be staring at you, saying, who's he think he's talking to? And he's talking about Guinness and frigging whiskey or whatever the hell else. No, no. And uh, for another thing, uh, 20 to 8 in the morning, if you go up to a bar counter, you've broken in. 
in because uh, it's going to be closed. If you've managed to get to a bar counter at 28 in the morning, uh, you've either illegally opened your own bar outside of the licensed opening hours or else you've broken into someone's bar or maybe you've broken into your own bar and opened it outside of the licensed hours because uh, someone is minding the key for you. Someone is taking the key off you because you were too drunk last night. They said, I'll mind that key for you. Uh, you're too drunk to, to drive your own bar counter home. So uh, I'll keep this. So you turn up in the morning still drunk and you break into your own bar because you don't have the keys. Now that's just, that's so what good, what much good, how much good taking someone's keys off them does. All they're going to do is break in and damage their own property. Uh, so I suppose you have to do something though. You have to do something. You have to be resp- try to be responsible. You do what you can. Uh, you do what you can. Uh, what's that song? Uh, do something, something. You've got the music in you. Do what you can. You've got the music in you. Break into your own bar. You've got the music in you. <laughs> You've got the view. That's probably not of any relevance at all now that I think about it. It's a 1990s song uh, from England. It said, something, something, you've got the music in you. And it ends up with him going, something, 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 come around, we'll kick your arse in. Something, something, you've got the music in you. Something. Thing. That was a very uplifting song. They used to play it on morning radio a lot uh, back in the days when I used to listen to the radio. Uh, there was a time when you had to listen to the radio because there wasn't 85 million people making podcasts and putting them up on the internet for you. Uh, no, no, there was not. There was not. I can tell you. You go out your radio, you go out your wireless FM stroke AM radio and if you're getting on the train you said goodbye to your AM station the minute you get on the train because the engine used to interfere with it and the electrics and say no you're not listening to fucking BBC Radio 4 on this train because uh, for one thing that's from another country uh, that's a foreign station uh, from the those foreigners who are no longer own this country you're an independent country now you're on your uh, government owned railway you're not going to listen to a foreign AM radio you listen to our crap you listen to our crap and nothing else you're on the train you'd have to switch to AM and then you go through a mile long tunnel uh, where I used to live. I used to go through a mile long tunnel under a mountain on the east coast and they tell you you get nothing in there. You couldn't even get light sometimes. They had old carriages with uh, broken lights sometimes and the whole thing would go pitch dark. You'd say oh I hope that's a tunnel. It's either a tunnel or an unexpected eclipse of the sun. Unexpected by us anyway. These eclipses are usually expected by someone. The people who monitor the times of the eclipses usually know about them. Uh, but if you haven't been reading up your science pages of the newspapers that particular week, then it comes out. It's unexpected to you. And you'll say, oh, look, there's an unexpected eclipse. And some other smart horse will say, oh, that's not unexpected. I was expecting that. And you say, yeah, but you weren't expecting it to be unexpected now, were you? And they'll say, no, I have to admit, I have to admit, no, uh, but I'm a frigging uh, science major, not a frigging debating uh, logic uh, English language obsessive so get a life and you'll say oh I can't argue with that and they'll say well you should be able to you're in the 
debating society and you say yes but it's 20 to 8 in the morning his coffee is barely working at all I'm not going to be able to put up much of a uh, much of a fight uh, even a literature based one at this hour of the morning and they'll say what the freaking hell's wrong with you you should be well awake and alert you've been up since oh you've been up since half five you've been up since half five in the morning and they'll you'll say yes but I've only been drinking coffee since uh, half past six and they'll say yes so that's an hour and 20 minutes ago how many coffees have you had now you've been loading up on uh, double espressos in fact quadruple espressos you press the double espresso button twice you get a quadruple espresso uh, some people might think of that as two double espressos uh, but no it's a double you're just making it out of two you're merging two double espressos into one cup so it's a it's a quadruple espresso and you'll say don't talk to me about that one cup Thing at this hour of the morning, I can only take so much, and they'll say, "What you mean?" And you'll say, "I believe, uh, I believe there's a video somewhere. I've never seen it, but something, something, one, two, something, one cup, and it must be very vulgar and disgusting." And they'll say, "Oh, I heard about that. All right, I heard about that on Nobody Likes Onions many years ago." And you'll say, uh, nothing wrong with onions. And they'll say, oh, that's original. I'll bet you no one ever says that to them. And you'll say, oh, I'll bet lots of people say that to them. In fact, I've heard your man, the host, say it many times. He'll say, people are always asking me what's wrong with onions. And I'll say, shut your stupid fucking head. It's just the name of a show. And they'll say, or you'll say, whatever. And they'll say, whatever yourself. And you'll say, maybe I will. Maybe later when I've woken up a bit. And they'll say, there's no need to be vulgar. Uh, anyway the cat oh where was I oh yes nuts in the convenience store uh, one of the nuts goes straight up to the convenience store counter and says can I have a pint of your finest milk please and they say certainly sir but if instead of coming up here uh, if you had turned right at the entrance instead of left and gone down to the fridge and taken out your milk and then come up here you could have saved a bit of time and you'll say there's more to life than saving time this isn't a freaking uh, the, the economy is at uh, lower tilt at the moment people aren't saving we're trying to get them to spend we need people to spend not save if you have time spend your time don't save it that's how we're going to get this uh, time economy moving that's what they'll say they'll, they'll, they'll tell you all the time they'll tell you you're supposed to save but then they'll say you'll hear them now they'll say oh to get this economy kick started people have to be spending not saving so I assume it's the same with the spending and saving of time as it is with money why wouldn't it be uh, time Time is money, as they say. Uh, Time magazine certainly is money. Or is it? Is it profitable anymore? I don't know. It certainly costs money. If you go into a frigging airport and you get a Time magazine or any other frigging magazine, they charge you 85 euros for it. And then you get on the plane and they say, put away your magazines, put away your... And especially any electronic magazines. Is that magazine on airplane mode, sir? And you say, of course it is. I bought it in an airport. I assume it is anyway. Are you wouldn't be selling it in, a, in an airport shop for people getting on planes and they'll say no uh, you shouldn't even have bought that through security you have to leave all your magazines at security if you want from for, for the plane 
Uh, you have to buy it after security. Same as with water. You can't be bringing water to security. Water uh, water is one of the unsecu- most unsecure things known to man. You can hide a submarine underwater. You can get a nuclear submarine and you just dip it under. Nobody's going to be looking under the water for submarines, so it's going to go undetected because no one sees it and they sneak them through. So that's a, a war. People like to, to uh, be smart arse about this. They say, oh, how's a bomb going to be able to blow? up a plane uh, quite easily if there's a nuclear submarine hidden under the water. Uh, did I say how's a bomb going to be able to blow up a plane? I said that incorrectly. What I meant is uh, how is a bottle of water going to be able to blow up a plane? Uh, well, the bottle of water on its own isn't going to go out, going to do anything, but if enough people bring in a bottle of water each and they merge them, then they're going to be able to hide a nuclear submarine under that and tell you the last thing you want on the plane is a nuclear submarine. Is going to be presumably down in the baggage area. Uh, they'll have a oh, they'll leave their bottles half open and they'll uh, now. I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking the water if the water is brought in through security, it's not going to be in the luggage section. Uh, well, it is because they'll have their they'll have their water in their uh, carry on luggage, but they'll get on at the last minute when all the overhead lockers are full and they'll be told, Oh, you have to check this luggage in, sir. And say that's perfectly fine, and all these people will check in their luggage and they'll have bottles of water in them and they'll be uh, not closed properly and the water will leak all over the baggage section of the plane and then the nuclear submarine will be able to hide under that. Uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, how the freaking hell are they going to get a nuclear submarine onto a plane? Uh, Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a water plane. Is that occurring? What's those things that take off from water and land on water? Isn't there water planes? Uh, There's also non-water planes which you can land on an aircraft carrier so maybe it's one of them uh, maybe it's a commercial plane that lands on an aircraft carrier I'm sure Ryanair does them now save on cost because they're always complaining about airport fees uh, I'm sure that any minute now Ryanair the low cost airline will start landing commercial aircraft on aircraft carriers uh, you put your aircraft carrier somewhere oh, somewhere in the Irish Sea between Ireland and England and anyone who wants to go anywhere between Ireland and England will have to, oh, they'll have to go and get a boat out of the aircraft carrier and you get on the plane and then they'll fly you to wherever you're going. Absolutely fucking fantastic and sometimes you'll sit to save money if you get on in Ireland and you get a boat over to the aircraft carrier and they'll say, oh, you're only going to Manchester on the east coast of England. Just get that other feeder boat over to Manchester and you won't have to get on the plane at all. Uh, so, uh, that's, how, that's how the world works this morning uh, on with the show into your head do you need glasses or shoes or anything like that uh, well if you do you should click on my various glasses or shoes or anything like that affiliates if you go to intoyourhead.com go down the left side of the page or the screen or however you call it when it's on your computer the left side of the website anyway uh, you'll find links to all my affiliates uh, not just Amazon although I say not just Amazon uh, there is Amazon there and I don't say 
I don't say just uh, mildly. Well, I do say it mildly. That's the point. I say just Amazon, but Amazon is freaking huge. Uh, you can shop through Amazon and support the show at no cost to you. Uh, you can also use my various other affiliates which sell glasses through the post, prescription glasses, uh, prescription shoe wear, uh, prescription, uh, what else is there? Prescription web hosting through my host, uh, Dreamhost, and all sorts of other things. Most of these don't require a prescription at all. Although if you're getting glasses, you probably should get a prescription. But no, the shoes and the other stuff, they don't need a prescription for those. Uh, suffice to say, I have various shopping affiliates at hintyourhead.com, and if you shop through them, you get a, oh, the show earns a commission, and it doesn't cost you anything except the money you're giving in return for the goods that you're getting, which I think is reasonable. It's reasonable in a capitalistic world. Uh, I suppose people might be listening to this in non-capitalistic countries, but you can still, well, I don't know, who am I to tell you what you can and can't do in your own country? I'm not familiar with your laws, but if you're allowed to buy stuff through my website, you should. If you're if you're in North Korea or somewhere and you can get onto my website to buy shoes, then you probably should, just to have a taste of what the rest of the world is like. Um, now, unless they're going to murder you for doing it, in which case, although it's probably not technically murder over there, it's probably legal to put you down uh, for buying shoes online. So if it's if it's not illegal for you to buy shoes online, that's the point. You should do it through my affiliates at hintyourhead.com. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. Now, uh... I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, is it still early in the morning as he does this? It is indeed. It's obviously less early in the morning than it was when I started. Because uh, some time elapsed while I was doing this. Time doesn't stop just because I'm recording a podcast, you know. No, no. Time continues on in the background like a screensaver. Or like a, well, more like a wallpaper than a screen paper. The screen uh, saver. A moving wallpaper. Although they say moving wallpaper, the wallpaper wallpaper doesn't leave your screen, it stays exactly in the same spot, it's just that some elements on the wallpaper move around, uh, that's not really moving at all, although if elements on the wallpaper in my house started moving around within the confines of the wall on which it, to which it's pasted, I wouldn't say, oh that's not movement, that's not movement, that doesn't count as movement at all, I would not, I'd say, Christ the wallpaper's moving, what in the name of Jesus Christ is going on, and then I'd probably realise it's just a spider or something. Something. In fact, I'd probably notice that soon, realise that sooner in my house because there'd be a cat jumping up to try and get it before he even noticed it was moving. That's how you notice a spider in my house. You notice a cat first trying to get it. Oh, I found two. I found two cats up on top of my coat stand uh, yesterday trying to get up to a spider on the ceiling. I didn't even see a spider. I just assumed there was a spider. I just knew it. I knew it. You can know. You can know things. You know without knowing them. You can just oh, you can just know them uh, indirectly. The, the, the cats knew the spider was there, and therefore I, uh, I, uh, what's it called? Voraciously or something? What's that thing where you do it through? He lived vicariously. I vicariously knew about the spider on the ceiling through my cats. I didn't even bother looking up at the ceiling because uh, I can't see spiders up there. I can't be spotting spiders up on the ceiling. That's what I have cats for. I don't go chasing mice either. No, I delegate. You delegate. 
delegate things to your cats. Uh, there's more to life. You don't just do everything yourself. Yeah, you do the stuff that only you can do, but you do that yourself, and you delegate the stuff that someone else can do. Uh, just like when you go into doctors, you don't expect the doctor to be there uh, opening the door to you and saying, ah, hello, uh, have a seat there, and someone will be with you in a few minutes. Probably me, because I'm the doctor. Uh, would you like a cup of coffee? It would not. They hire people to do that so that they can, so they don't waste their time doing things that, that other people can do. You wouldn't expect the doctor to be in the factory making the, uh, making the little lollipop sticks that he puts under your tongue to lift it up. No, no, he delegates that to the. Ah, well, it's not even really even delegation because they're not part of his company usually. So what else? Uh, some other fella runs the lollipops. Are they called lollipop sticks? I don't, oh no, they're called tongue depressors. Uh, but don't you use them to lift up the tongue as well, which is the opposite of depressing your tongue? Or do they have different sticks for that? I don't know. I haven't been to a doctor in a while. Certainly haven't had a tongue depressor put on my tongue in some time. But if he puts the tongue depressor under your tongue, this is the point, uh, then he's pushing the tongue up. It's tongue oppressing. Or is it? No, oppre- not, not oppressing with an O. Oppressing with a U, as in up. If you do it with an O, then it's uh, probably pushing the tongue back. You're oppressing it like a dictator does. Uh, so you're probably pushing it down. To, although pushing it down... Uh, uh, depressing the tongue would probably be the same as oppressing it because you're pushing it down you're pushing it away from where it wants to go that's the thing uh, anyway monkey nuts that's what they call them they call them big steaming shit eating piss piling buckets of monkey nuts uh, and are not just in convenience stores either I can tell you no no you get monkey nuts anywhere now you get monkey nuts just outgrowing on trees with no shop involved whatsoever although they probably come along later and grow Rob them and sell them or something, uh, but no, you'll find if you if you trace back these monkey nuts to the early parts of their lives, you'll find there's no commercial involvement there at all. Sometimes you find them just growing naturally, growing naturally as opposed to artificially. Uh, no, 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 uh, things aren't always growing artificially. You know, sometimes they grow naturally. There isn't always someone coming along saying, "Oh, uh, I've got a I own a what do you call it a, a trade not a trademark a." Piece on those seeds you're not allowed to sow them and you say no those are just growing naturally there what are you going to do so sue mother nature and monsanto will say yes we are going to sue mother nature have you who is this mother nature woman uh, is that some trademark that pepsi cola owns probably is now do you think about it it's probably someone owns a trademark name called mother nature and they're just waiting to find something natural enough to uh, to put it on uh, like for example monkey Keynotes, except they can't because none of these things are natural anymore. As uh, all these, uh, if you go to these, if you listen to these conspiracy podcasts anyway, they'll tell you all these seeds, uh, none of them are real, they're all patented. Uh, someone going around saying you're a farmer in some oh, in some downtrodden country and you want to grow lettuce. Well, you have to buy the you have to buy the license and the seeds off us every year. And if you try and take if you're trying to take the seed from last year's crops and we saw that. We're going to basically, we're going to either sue you or come around and shoot you with a gun or sue for the right to have you shot with a gun or something like that, is my understanding. I might have heard some extreme, more extreme versions of the story. Uh, maybe there's some happy medium. 
maybe there's some happy medium between the conspiracists and uh, ah, the normal people and the people who don't read any news whatsoever and think the world is great. Maybe there's some happy medium in the middle. Uh, now, whenever I say this, someone usually comes along and says, "Oh, a happy medium. That's a person who can. That's a person who can communicate with the dead and is therefore happy, or is happy and happy as a result of something else in their lives. I don't know. They might necessarily be happy about the, as a result of being able to communicate with the dead. Maybe they're able to communicate with the dead because they're happy. Uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? That's the thing. Uh, well, I'll tell you which came first. Uh, the egg came first. It was laid by a creature that was one evolutionary step away from becoming a chicken. And then it laid the egg. And then the egg was the first. The first ever chicken came out of the egg. It came out of the egg. It burst through uh, like in one of them cartoons they used to have with the... Oh, they always have Warner Brothers cartoons where they'd show little, uh, little cute little yellow birds or ducklings breaking out of an egg and going, oh, the first thing they'd see, they'd go, mama, mama, and there'd be a rabbit or something or an Elmer Fudd, and they'd think the Elmer Fudd or the rabbit was their mother, and they'd go, mama, 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 and then the person, the character would look terrified. Oh, Christ, there's a creature breaking out of an egg that wants me to look after them. Isn't it absolutely horrific? And this is considered, a, oh, this is considered the childhood cartoon version of a nightmare. And uh, surprise, children, uh, adults let their children watch that stuff at all uh, but no no eventually those children who watch those cartoons grow up and then they realise what a real nightmare is. a real nightmare isn't something happening on a cartoon it isn't even something happening in a grown up horror movie no no a real nightmare is real life that's where you get your real nightmares and not while you're asleep either you get them while you're, while you're wide awake with your eyes pinned open as if held up by matchsticks if that Except they're not. They're pinned open naturally because you can't close them. That's how terrifying life is. Uh, life is terrifying. If you're a child listening to this, uh, well, you shouldn't be listening to this for one thing. But if you are listening to this, I assume it's because your parents let you and they want you to know uh, straight from me, from the horse's mouth, that real life is terrifying. I'm looking out my window right now. Everything I see is terrifying. Well, that's not completely true, but... Uh, if I were to look over far enough, if I could see beyond the horizon, if the world was more flat, which it isn't, uh, I'd be able to probably see, uh, oh, I'd be able to see uh, lions, a lion eating an elephant uh, over in Africa somewhere, I'd be able to see that, although I'd probably need binoculars, uh, but still, you, you get the general idea, the world is terrifying, and there's nothing we can do about it, so you might as well just uh, relax and take a chill pill and listen to our podcast, absolutely fucking fantastic.